Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. I am super excited to introduce you to Taylor. She is a mom of two under preschool age. So she is definitely hopping in that little mom world. Um, And she is a brand and web um, designer. So I'm super excited to have you on tonight or today. And we will just kind of talk through all of your mom journey and welcome. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Yeah. All right. So let's just jump right in. Um, Do you want to kind of elaborate a little bit on where you are in your mom journey? Yeah, I, um, my baby turns 10 months at the end of this week. So I have a 10 month old and I have a three year old. So very little kids. And um, yeah, it's, you know, fun and chaotic every single day, pretty much. (laughs) I love it. So, I mean, obviously, it's pretty obvious, like what your why is. Um, we were talking earlier. Um, so if you want to just go ahead and share about your why and how you juggle like everything. Yeah. So I um, originally started my business. My why is simply to be home with my kids. I actually started my business back in 2020 during the pandemic. And so didn't want to send my newborn at the time to preschool or anything or daycare at the time um, in the middle of all that chaos. And so, yeah, I started my own business and um, have been working from home ever since then. Awesome. So do you feel like you're more productive at home every day now that you are at home, like in the household stuff, or were you more productive when you were like working and then coming home? (laughs) Um, I think, well, because I was working and then coming home with no child, it was a lot more productive now, like he was like six months old when I started my business. So it's like the level of productivity as soon as you have a baby goes down and then adding a business on top of that doesn't, you know, boost anything really. When my kids were that little, they were home with me. And I felt like some days I, it was trying to pick up after them and helping, like having them help me pick up and keep the house clean before they went to take a nap, before they went to bed, all of those things. It was kind of like brushing my teeth with Oreos. Like it was just so counterproductive that it was just, I look back and I laugh. I mean, you and I were talking earlier about like you were, you know, like looking forward when they're a little bit older, cherish those memories because let me tell you, like those teenage problems are a lot different. They're not bad. I mean, they're not, they're not bad, but they're just a lot different. So cherish those memories um, as they go through all of that. So it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely, it's crazy, but it's like, I love every single minute of it, of course, especially as they, the older they get and grow together. I have two boys. So they're like the, the energy level, they're like right along, each, right alongside each other. Awesome. It's, it's definitely fun. 
So since, um, so you told me earlier that they are home with you all the time. So tell us a little bit about like what your day to day looks like working with them at home, how many hours a week you average, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I typically, um, like we try to like go out the house in the mornings and I try to do like some one-on-one time with each of them, of course, during the day. Um, and then most of my work happens either during the baby's nap and like I can get the toddler to like play a tablet game for a minute or, you know, do a sensory bin or something like that. Um, then I get a little bit of work done during the day, but most of my work happens in the evening. Luckily, both of them go to bed pretty early for me at least. Um, and yeah, I just work in the evenings, probably about two to three hours a night, um, maybe a little bit more or on the weekends if it's like a bigger project, of course. Um, but I do try to keep things on a very strict timeline with my, my clients just to make sure that I can stick to that, um, that like service schedule for them and kind of balance it for me as well. Awesome. Um, so you've been freelancing for a few years now. Do you want to kind of tell us where you started and then how you ended up to where you are today? Yeah. So I started back in 2020. I found a course on like how to set up a virtual assisting business. And I kind of just learned what a virtual assistant was. Um, so I took that course and I started my business. I got my first client um, through like hiremymom.com, I believe is what it was called. And then um, I was doing her social media. I was doing some web design work for her. I was doing some email management, kind of like anything online that she didn't want to do. Um, and then, yeah, that grew. I got word of mouth um, referrals from her and then from the people that she referred and so on. So I've kind of just grown through all of that, through word of mouth and um, them sharing with I work with mainly therapists and coaches so like they always know other therapists and coaches and they just mm-hmm. send my info along. And so I get hired by them and that's been really great so far. So after a couple years of that, I got pregnant with my second son and I had him last December and earlier this year quickly realized that doing hourly um, client work every single day wasn't really working for me, especially like posting on social media or handling email, like time sensitive and like time sensitive tasks. Mm -hmm. Um, That wasn't really working with two kids at home, especially when nap times did not align and things did not happen during the day um, as easily as they should have. Um, so I pivoted and ended up switching just to brand design, brand and web design, um, which had actually been what like, I believe the percentage was like 60% of my clients the previous year had been anyways, was just web design projects. So it just kind of made sense for me to just niche down, just offer those services. They made me more money anyways. So it worked out. Mm-hmm. Didn't have to do hourly, just did projects on the kind of time schedule that I created for myself and not have to, you know, track hours every single day or anything like that. I love that. So, okay. So I'm just going to call this out to all of our listeners. If you are hearing this again, like here's another case study of starting as something generalized and niching down. But you, I feel like everyone has to niche down when the timing is right, or there's a pivotal moment. So in this case, you know, Taylor had a baby where she just could not completely dedicate 
time every single day or on a schedule. And is this made the most sense for her. So that's kind of the theme that I'm seeing as we continue to have these conversations with freelancers. So starting in general is good. If you don't know what you want to do, figuring out where you can serve your clients and then just keeping on moving forward. Um, Taylor also said that she had, she does brand and web design. So she's going to give us a resource that we'll put in the show notes. So definitely check that out. And, um, it's so fun to see people transition. Like I love that you, when you had your second son, you are, you found a way, made a way to still stay home with both of them. Like that was important for you. Um, and I'm excited to see where that goes continuously, um, for you as well, because freelancing is an opportunity for everyone to live the lifestyle that they want to make how much money they want to make to work when they want to work and how much they want to work. And so I love that. That's exactly what you're doing for what's right for you and for your family. That's super awesome. Yeah, I absolutely love it. That's for sure. I couldn't, I, I don't think I would be physically able to even afford to put my kids into daycare had I gone back to my previous career as a teacher. I'm like, could not afford daycare costs and all of that right now with how everything is. So it just makes much sense. Yeah, for sure. Let's jump back a little bit because you said something that I want to touch on because um, this is something that I can't provide this audience and you seem like you have a good amount of experience. So you have built your business primarily on word of mouth. So if someone told me like, it's a great compliment to say, Hey, I have someone who I want to work with you when it's almost like I dread that when my clients tell me that because, and I, and I can tell you right away why I dread it one, because I don't have systems set up for it. And two, Like, I don't want to personally bill. That's why I specifically go through Upwork. And so I would love to know, like, how you manage your word, your consistent word of mouth referrals. Yeah. So one thing is to kind of, like you said, you really have to have a system in place for it. I have templates for, like, whenever we book a discovery call, I have a template already ready with, like, general questions I ask every person. Um, Then... After that, then they'll get like a series of emails. They'll get, I have like an automated workflow through Dubsado. Um, sends them like the proposal. And then once they pick their packages, um, then it sends the contract, invoice, questionnaires, everything that I need, need it to do. It's all automated at this point. So it took a while to get that way. It did not happen right away. But yeah, automation is your friend with that and making sure that you have your systems all mapped out. I love that. Okay, perfect. Thanks for sharing that because yeah, that is not not something that I am prepared for. So, awesome. All right. Um let's jump into how do you how do you manage your mom life and a freelancer? I know that sometimes working in the nights and evenings, like how does that look spending time with your husband? How does that look like social life, all that kind of stuff because I ha- sometimes I have the best of intentions like tonight I committed to finishing up a project for my clients. And I will tell you right now, I have worked, you know, a significant amount today. And I just do not have the desire to jump back into that project. So how do you manage that on a regular basis? Yeah, well, first off, I am just like a natural night owl. So it kind of works out that I work in the evenings. It's when like, I'm most creative, most productive, all those things. But 
Um, I also probably like 90% of my clients, I only have one local client. Um, I'm in the Eastern time zone in Florida. Um, most of my clients are actually in California. So they're three hours was that ahead behind, behind me. So, um, yeah. So like my evenings are still like their middays for them. And so it works out really well that like we can still communicate and it not be like an inconvenience, even though I am working in the evenings. Um, but yeah, between that and then with the husband, like I try to reserve, um, weekends as much as possible for just family time and all that. We're, in a season of really little kids. So date nights and stuff are not as, you know, common as we would like them to be just because we have, you know, a baby that is so attached to me right now. But yeah, it's been, it's, it's still like working on the balance for sure, but I've made it work so far and hopefully it'll just get better as the kids get older pretty much. Awesome. I love that. All right. So, um, you touched on something else that was a light bulb moment for me. You told us that you like to work in the Pacific time zone and you're in the Eastern time zone because it's still their middle of the day. I think that's a huge point to make because it's allowing you to work when you want to work. So for me, I'm in the central time zone. I prefer not to work with people in the Pacific time zone because I want to be done working by five o'clock every day earlier if possible. So if I'm working with someone in the Pacific time zone, it's their four o'clock, which is total normal business hours is my six o'clock where I'm like checked out and done most days. And so I would personally rather work with all of my clients in the East coast So it's kind of interesting how as freelancers, like learning what works for you, but then also kind of figuring out like what time zones you want to work in as well. Yes. I actually, my SEO partners in Australia. So that, that is always a fun meeting because it's like 10 AM there and it's like 8 PM here. So that's always like, hang on there. That might not even be right time wise, but it's morning there, night here. And it is it gets interesting, that's for sure. But yeah, you definitely have the flexibility of kind of picking and choosing, especially if you're on any online platforms or um, mm-hmm. in my case, everyone just happened to live in California that got referred right. to me. But yeah. Exactly. Awesome. All right. What would you say your freelance superpower is? My freelance superpower? Um, I am very good at having someone come to me like, hey, I have this idea, but I don't know how to like make it look that way or I definitely don't know the tech behind it in terms of websites or brand design. And I'm really good at trying to like take that vision, even if it's kind of like a vague description in some cases for some people and um, just making that into something that they are definitely proud of and excited to show off in terms of their business and everything. Awesome. I might have some people to send your way because... (laughs) Um, I, it's not that I don't enjoy people coming to me with ideas, but I'm just like at the, like, I need to have a really good creative hat on in order to like capture that vision sometimes. So I think that, yeah. Okay. That's good to know. I'm going to tuck you away as a great network opportunity. If I get in that space. Awesome. Definitely. Um, I love that because I think that it's important to have those people that 
can figure out everything that needs to happen um, or what it needs to look like from a muddy mess in people's minds. Yes. Well, in that, a lot of the skills I learned as a virtual assistant doing a lot of like digital marketing skills in general, I'm really good at like trying, like, like here's like the small details within that big picture. Like they come with the big picture idea. I'm able to work out the small details pretty much. So like, I can be like, here's what you should do with your email campaigns. Here's what you should do with, you know, your funnel or all the different things that come with digital marketing. Right. But yeah. Love that. What would you say are your upcoming goals for your freelance business? Hmm. My upcoming goals, I would, now it's not that big of a leap, but in my mind it is for some reason. I would love to hit six figures next year. That would be amazing. It's not too far off of where I'm at now. So that would be absolutely amazing for next year, for sure. As more time opens up, especially as the babies get bigger. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a great goal. I feel like when you hit that six figure, it's a mindset shift. At least that was for me. Um, And then, so I'm going to challenge you when you hit that, make sure you have another goal that comes right after that. I sat too long at that. I got too consistent, too like comfortable where I stopped like pushing. Yeah. So yeah, just think about that. If, unless you're completely comfortable there, like that's totally fine. I'm just always uh, about like up leveling and things like that. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm always, but just like my business, it's always changed as I've had more children and everything. Definitely. And it might not be like, okay, how many more hours can I fit in in a week Mm -hmm. to up level? And maybe how do I look at my pricing structures? How do I outsource some things to be more efficient with my time? All of those things too. Yeah. Oh, so I already have ideas. So I'm already there. (laughs) Love it. Um, All right. Will you share with us and we'll wrap up a couple um, tips that for moms that are in a similar place that you are in the mom journey of being at home with your kids 24 seven, running a business, going to hit a six figure, you know, year very soon. Like, what is that? You know, what are some tips that you want to share with them? Um, I think my number one tip would kind of be having boundaries, not even just with clients, like, like, because you you are with your kids all day and it is okay to set some boundaries with them, no matter how big or little they are. Um, but yeah, setting boundaries just like, and like making sure that you have your own self-care time, making sure that you have like, these are dedicated work times that I do have to hit, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and definitely boundaries with clients, of course, but that that's a whole beast in and of itself sometimes. <laughs> yes, it is for sure. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, do you have anything else that you want to just add? Um, not that I can think of. Okay. Awesome. So I will provide um, Taylor's website in the show notes. Um, If you want to go check it out, it is gorgeous. I love it. Um, The highlight that... Thank you. Yeah. The highlight that we'll share with you is the brand guide that she's developed. And I think where that's going to be crucial and an important piece, even if you're all freelancing on Upwork, 
that's fine, but you still want to have some sort of brand identity. It'll go back to um, like part of your resume, bringing that brand voice through who you are, um, really aesthetically laying that out. And I think that if you have a brand, even as a freelancer who only freelance on the Upwork platform, you don't necessarily need a website or anything like that. But if you can showcase that on your profile, it's going to give you a different level of professionalism than the people that are not, um, especially if you're in like a creative space. Like it's going to get you to stand out as a virtual assistant, as a graphic designer, as, you know, all of the, the top ways or the top freelancing skills that are provided on the Upwork platform. So um, thanks again so much for joining us today, Taylor. It was great getting to know you and I love the fact that your kids are home right now. And I heard a couple little peeps, but they're like super well behaved. Like mine at that age would have been like running like ping pong balls behind me. So awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, they are busy with dad. It is great right now. (laughs) Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at TalkingFreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.